Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. The following program is brought to you by the Preferred Home Team. Content is provided for general information only and should not be treated as a substitute for professional advice from your legal or real estate advisors. Welcome to the Real Estate Radio Hour, a forum of ideas, plans, and expert advice on all things real estate. Andy Prasky with Remax Advantage Plus was named Super Agent by Minneapolis St. Paul Magazine. Chris Rooney of Remax Preferred is a Lakeshore and Luxury Home Specialist. Together they cover the Twin Cities. This combined dynamic duo has sold over 2,000 homes, ranked in the top 1% nationwide, top 10 in the state of Minnesota and still have time to get together every Saturday to talk about real estate. Here's Andy Prasky and Chris Rooney, Denny Law, and the Real Estate Radio Hour. Only this time we're broadcasting the show live from the uh, Cambria Gallery, the beautiful Cambria Gallery here on 7th and 2nd in downtown Minneapolis. Chris and Andy, kind of a nice place here. Huh? You're not kidding. Gorgeous. Yeah. Some, I can't believe they let us in. Yeah, they did. You, no. had, you had to have your passport, but uh, they did uh, let us in. Now, I always ask you, and we'll get on to other guests, too, uh, about the uh, previous week in real estate from your perspective, both you guys. How, how was it? Well, I mean, it was good. And what you're doing is you're preparing for next week, really, because after the Super Bowl is when things start heating up. And I'm telling you, we got to start getting it heated up because there's just no inventory. Yeah, that's the truth. We, uh, it's easy to be a, a seller right now. It's, it's a challenge to be a buyer. We have a, a lot of people out there that want to buy that are not finding the good inventory that, that, you know, that they feel that will activate them to want to make that decision to become a homeowner or to upgrade. And, and so, you know, and there's only so many of us that can do new construction. So the, the market's a little frustrating, to be honest with you. So it'd be nice to see some uh, new active inventory come on. Well, we, we mentioned well, a couple of weeks ago, maybe longer, about the uh, – the renovation house. Yeah, to explain for folks that don't know what that is, back yeah. up a little bit. We're really excited about that. I mean, obviously, I mean, being in the Cambria Gallery here, um, you get to see all these cool countertops and get good ideas. But uh, there's a billion-dollar industry out there on TV kind of following flips, and that's yes. what we're going to do. We're actually, uh, Andy and I, along with Demcon companies, uh, ended up get, we got a house. And now we're going to fix it up, and we're going to follow the process of it on the radio, where people are able to go, like, after our show, be able to see it kind of in progress. And uh, we're going to take it from uh, beginning till end, and then sell it, and then have at the end, we're going to have a live show from there. Good deal. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be fun. Yeah. We have uh, other folks just besides uh, us three. Yeah. yeah. We have other folks we're going to talk with uh, here at the Cambria Gallery. Yeah, we got a few, and I, we thought that it would kind of be... Uh, cool. We talk about uh, solid surface countertops all the time, and a lot right. of times Andy Andy will mention granite, and I always bring up quartz. 
<laughs> kind of, yeah. But uh, down in the Cambria Gallery, uh, we got the assistant manager, Gina McCannon, is, uh, is with us. So uh, we were happy. We, we caught her right at the beginning and said, and she said, yes, I'll, I'll go on there. So why don't you tell us uh, about Cambria and uh, actually the, the product and what it's made of? Well, Cambria is a family-owned um, quartz producer right out of Lesur, Minnesota. Every slab is made here in Minnesota. That's cool. Um, that's how we did it, do our uh, quality, pr- quality, protect our quality there. Um, quartz is one of the hardest materials on earth, and Cambria is made of 93% quartz. Wow. Yeah, so it's stronger than granite. And what's the benefit of that? I mean, the difference between a granite and a quartz is obviously it's stronger, but there's some other things that you can do with it as well. It's also completely non-porous, mm-hmm. so you don't have to worry about sealing it. You don't have to worry about it staining. We do um, stain demonstrations here that surprise people every day. It's just a fantastic low-maintenance product, and the designs that Cambria does are incredibly beautiful. Well, yeah, that's it's shocking because, Chris, you know, we went through the gallery here before we uh, were on air, and you look at some of the designs that these guys have that, you know, the swirls and the natural rock-looking uh, products, and, and it would shock me that they're non-porous, you know, because it's, with that much character, it's, it's surprising that they can produce a non-porous product, but that... Uh, they work miracles. They're amazing. Really? No. And they really work well here uh, upstairs in our studios. We have in our kitchens, uh, Cambria, and in our recording studios. And so did you guys know that? Yeah, of course. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you what I like is I like this one right over here. And obviously on radio you can't see it, but there's uh, – tell us about the gallery that they can come down and see. Yeah, and what, how you and got what that is that countertop too? hot pink so, for Chris. Yeah. On, on our – kitchen up front completely fully working kitchen um that is ella um one of our newer designs it's just a gorgeous um, marble like design we have 146 designs right now you can come down to the gallery and see 24 slabs and you can see all 146 designs in a 12 by 12 sample you can check them out so you can take them home with you make your decisions um try it out see how it works for you um we're doing Cambria in kitchens. We're doing it in baths, showers. Um, we're doing custom furniture, tables. We've got wow. a chair right in the window here. Um, mm. So just about everything. Um, additionally, the gallery space is an event space. So it's a gorgeous space with a wonderful sound system. Um, you can come down and have your business events here at no charge. Mm. So give us a call. That's pretty neat. We've yeah. we've been to a couple like of those those concerts. Yes, Jennifer Nettles was here one that one time. Yeah, which Billy Currington. Cool, we're talking like four years ago, but they yeah. invited us back yet. But. Exactly. <laughs> maybe, maybe we made maybe a bad we're impression. Getting back in. Yeah. <laughs> See, I want to invite our listeners too to join in. If you have a real estate type of question, you can phone it in or text it in. The phone uh, we've cleared the lines six five one nine eight nine nine two two six or send a text. We're already getting some of those eight one eight zero seven. Gina McCannon's here, uh, assistant manager here at the Cambria Gallery. So why don't you tell about why we're even here live today? I mean, there's kind of an event happening right now. Yeah, so right now we are hosting a gifting suite, um, part of our Super Bowl events. Um, We have a specific guest list of people who can come on down and take a look at uh, Minnesota-made products. We have wonderful companies here, such as Woodchuck, um, lots of other, lots of other people to see here, um, and then of course you guys. Always wonderful to have WCCO over here. It's so neat to see how the process works to your show and and have you guys in here. Thank you. You know, back to the product too. I, what what I've noticed too is that you can get uh, a lot bigger uh, slab that doesn't have 
cuts in it. Yes. In bigger islands. That's another thing I've seen, and they're fantastic. Yeah. We can do, um, I think it's about 5 by 12, a um, little bit over. We can do a really large island with very minimal seams, um, if at all. When we do do seams, um, we custom match our um, the adhesive that goes into our seams. We custom color match that. Um, they're almost invisible. Very hard to see. Hmm. Yeah, so it's uh, good stuff. I think we're going to be having some uh, new uh, Cambria on in our in our renovation house. And I'll tell you just a little more about that renovation house. What we're doing is it's all the contractors are coming together um, to donate all of their labor, and then all of the money that is going to be made is going to be given out to four different charities well, that we're going to do. That. So yeah, now, so. how long of a process do you think this will take? Well, we're putting it to Highmark. Highmark Homes is going to be kind of the lead general contractor, and we're going to put them on the spot because we're going to follow this thing uh, from the beginning till the end. Now, we've purchased it, and uh, the demolition has uh, begun, and then we're probably going to start here in a couple of weeks, and then uh, we're hoping that it's going to be done within 90 to 120 days. What about video? Are we going to be able to see the progress with uh, some pictures? Yeah. yeah, we're working on that right now. We want kind of a live stream that we're going to be able to uh, follow it the whole time, and then it'll, it'll be covered on through our Facebook page, and we're working t- together with WCCO to uh, try to do it on their page as well. Somebody sent a text, uh, given the, what's going on this weekend here in Minneapolis, uh, and the question is, what are the odds that coming here for the Super Bowl causes some people to move here and help the market? That's a great question. <laughs> are they crazy? No. <laughs> Come no. On. Probably not with the weather. Place. I'll tell you what, uh, I know uh, my wife and sister who are also here, they, they were down here on Thursday night, and it uh, just sounds like everything was, I mean, fantastic. I think we're giving a good show out there at least. Oh, yeah. Well, I, I, I've, you know, watched the uh, crowds too. We went through the uh, Nicollet Mall experience down there, and then my son and his, his buddies went to the NFL experience, and it, they said everybody's happy, and everybody's in a, in a good Minnesota mood, and they're greeting everybody regardless of what jersey they're wearing. And uh, it, it, I guess they're it's... remembering the Saints game, not the Eagles game. <laughs> <laughs> that thing was crazy, by the way. That I mean, I know I know some people that were at that game, the Vikings and Saints game, yep. and uh, I mean, like half the crowd was like crying, you know. But I mean, to, to have that great season, and then all of a sudden you're like, oh no, and then to win, that was fantastic. Let's not look back. Yeah, next year <laughs> we're going for next year. Let's look forward. Yep. Um, I tell you what. We usually take a break about now. Should we do that? Let's, yeah, let's, let's do, do that. We're going to have other folks to talk with. We're broadcasting the show live from the Cambria Gallery here on 7th and 2nd. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. Hey, good morning. Welcome back to our real estate show here on 830 WCCO. We're uh, broadcasting the show live from the, Cam- the beautiful Cambria Gallery on the 7th Street and 2nd Avenue South in uh, downtown Minneapolis. Chris and Andy with some special guests uh, besides themselves. And uh, where do we go from here, guys? Well, Super Bowl weekend, you got to bring back Travis Whitford from Bay Equity Home Loans. Travis is here, travismnloans.com. That's correct. That's where they find them. Uh, rates are going higher. So are house prices. So are house prices. Everything is going better. So I thought we'd talk maybe a little bit about What's the effect of interest rates going higher? I mean, right now we're at what? Around four and a half? Yeah, mid fours. Yeah. So, um, you know, we have uh, interest rates rising. We have property values increasing. So I kind of did some numbers based on, you know, what the potential cost of waiting is, um, making some assumptions of, uh, 
you know, half of a percent or a percent higher interest rate with a, with a three or a five percent appreciation from this time to next year. So, for example, um, I was running the numbers based off like a two hundred fifty thousand dollar purchase price, which is you know probably the median median uh, home price right now. Five um, percent down, looking at about uh, twelve hundred dollars for principal and interest payment. Mm-hmm. You know, I still got to add in the taxes and insurance and stuff, but. Let's just assume next year um, we have a three percent uh, appreciation. That two fifty becomes two fifty seven, um, and then if an interest rate is a half of a percent or a percent higher, I mean we're looking at uh, you know anywhere from one hundred and ten to one hundred and eighty five dollar a month higher payment for that same house. Um, on the flip side, you could look at it too as like what keep that same payment. What does that house price reduce to? Mm-hmm. And now you're looking at, you know, qualifying for a house, um, you know, fifteen to $25,000 less. Right. Well, and Chris, that's our worry always is that as rates start to climb back up, does that help plateau pricing? You know what I mean? Because that can happen. We're all of a sudden you see the, the, the uh, person that makes, you know, or they want to have a $1,500 a month payment. That's what they're going to spend. It doesn't matter right. what the house prices right. are. So then all of a sudden it becomes more attractive to be in that price range. So some of your neighbors might drop their pricing to match that so that they get sold and move on with life. Um, it was an interesting the article. I don't know if you read this this weekend. They were talking about how they were trying to control the Canadian uh, housing market, like specifically in Toronto. And they were saying how uh, in Toronto, not only do you have to have 20% down on every loan, but they're also qualifying you at 2% higher than the current interest rate, which like threw out 46% of the buyers in the price range that they were shopping in an effort to cool the market, which now prices are starting to soften. And I was like, I get what they're trying to do, but my goodness, that was a pretty ex- extreme example of uh, trying to control the market. So it, what we try to watch is income, right? So incomes go up. If jobs go up or interest rates go up, prices can go up. Jobs have to go up. Everything has to kind of follow each other to stay balanced and, and healthy. So, Yeah, I think it's interesting, too. I mean, you, you look at those costs. I mean, so basically waiting to buy a house. You know, it's going to cost you almost two hundred dollars more a month. Yeah, potentially could at those at those low numbers because mm-hmm. I think we're going to see that. I mean, I think we're going to see probably close to five percent, and uh, I mean, in that price range, especially three to five three to five percent is is I think pretty light. You know, because that's the, that's a market that you know just keeps climbing. Yeah, know? I mean, that's just such a low inventory for it too. I mean, it's a feeding frenzy for those houses, and you know, you see a lot of you know. Um, offers get accepted well over list price and you know, yeah. drive it up. What are, what are the factors that affect interest rates going up? That affect interest rates going up? Yeah. I mean, why, why do interest rates change? Um, this day and age, uh, well, the stock market, interest rates and the stock market typically work inversely with each other. And, and as you as you know here over the last year, the stock market has you know, increased quite a bit. And, and, and typically there's an inverse reaction and the mortgage rates uh, have increased as the stock market has increased. So, well, yeah. And, but, you know, and you, you look at that and they, the Fed, though, this last week, they did not raise their rates, which I was expecting them to do, which, you know, it kind of sounds boring to the listening consumer. But bottom line was, is that rates are still in the low fours. They're awesome. Um, it's a great time to take advantage of money being on sale. Um, you know, we're and it, it, I hate to say this, but it's kind of a boring position we've been in for the last couple of years. Rates aren't jumping all around. They've been very flat and we're kind of in a, uh, we try to make things exciting and, uh, try to, you know, make it sound like something's happening. But ultimately what it comes down to is that 
people that feel comfortable, like you, Chris and I have always talked about consumer confidence. When consumer confidence is there, people buy houses, um, and, and especially millennials, which is we brought Noel Nielsen in here today to talk about the actual, you know, what, what are millennials thinking, being that she is a millennial. But uh, we, uh, She's a really old millennial, though. Yeah, right. <laughs> right, Noel? I'm barely a millennial. Barely. So millennials currently go up to age 35, which, as you broadcast last time, I am 35. We did. We would never embarrass a person on the radio. We, I don't think that's embarrassing. I'd, I'd be proud as heck to be 35. <laughs> exactly. Absolutely. So. Chris, you got kids that are 35. But I mean, those are going to, those interest rates and go, oh, yeah. <laughs> but interest rates are going to go up. And I mean, millennials are the ones it's really going to affect as well. It is going to affect them. You know, millennials over the last, uh, they, I think they say four years, have really started coming out of the woodwork to purchase homes. Um, but because inventory is so low, they're actually purchasing maybe not that first-time homebuyer house, but they're being pushed into the higher next higher price bracket, which is about two hundred to three fifty price range. So yeah, it's it's interesting what millennials are are getting pushed into because of the current market. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, so you know, in the the old uh, I shouldn't say on the streets, but they they talk about how the millennials are, are they want to be renters, they don't want to be homeowners. In your personal experience your group of friends and your network of people. I mean, are you seeing people wanting to be homeowners? Are you seeing people that want to be renters or what are you, what are you seeing out there? The majority of the people in my friend circle, most of them all now are homeowners. And really since I, since my husband and I became homeowners, probably in our mid twenties, most of the people back then were buying homes. The problem is that a lot of those higher older millennials, if you will, they bought homes in the time when the market was really high for home prices and now are struggling with the home sale. And now maybe they are just able to move into their second home purchase because mm-hmm. they have caught up on the equity in the house. But yeah, it's been, a, it's been interesting to watch the people in my age bracket. Mm-hmm. And then the people that are a little bit younger, they traditionally have been renters. But those are the people now that are coming out of the woodwork that are, are starting to purchase. They're watching that interest rate go up and are, you know, starting to make the decision to buy. So, so what do you, I mean, with that younger buyer, though, you have that, uh, you know, the 20-something buyers that are out there that uh, are, are looking to buy versus the rent. That, there's nothing for them to buy. So, no, I mean, so that I think is it's going to force them to sit on the sidelines or do something creative. You know what I mean? Do something creative. Sometimes get a loan from mom and dad so they can purchase that mid-range home instead of the starter home. That's what they're starting to do now. Hmm. Well, it sounds like my 35-year-old kids will be able to give me a loan pretty soon. <laughs> All right. On that note, we have another half hour of the show to go. Uh, let's take this uh, break and we'll be back with more. And good morning. Welcome back to the Cambria Gallery in downtown Minneapolis. We're doing our real estate show from here, and we're going to be doing more shows today from here and as, as well as tomorrow on CCO. It's, uh, what did I say, 17 degrees? We might hit 20 later today. Again, this is the real estate show. If you do have a question pertaining to that uh, topic, you can call it in at 651-989-9226 or send a text. We have both. Uh, the text number is 81807. Guys, before we get back to it, Doug in St. Cloud has been uh, has been waiting there for quite some time. Thanks for your patience, Doug. What's your question? I, got, I picked up a VA loan about a year ago with PennyMac, and uh, they sent us a form stating that our taxes to them, because we, re- we rolled our taxes into the loan, 
they said it was going up uh, $1,200, and we checked with our uh, county to see what the actual increase was, and it was $32 over a year. And then they went from saying, well, it was for taxes, but it's really for insurance. And they said, we can do this. There's a clause in the VA loan that allows them to raise that, whether it's interest on the house or insurance on the house, even though we can prove that that the uh, interest rate or the the monthly payment on our taxes only went up $32. They're disputing it and saying, well, it's our projected amount, and we're showing them the actual amount for 2018, and it seems like it doesn't matter to them. Let's get a let, let's get an answer from the guys here, uh, Doug. Thank you. Yeah, I think it could be really a number of things that we're talking about here. Yeah, one of the things that I would uh, recommend is uh, to you know reach back out to your lender and, and and ask them to do a new escrow analysis. Most lenders do the escrow analysis, and typically it's in June or July. I feel like, but uh, if you make a request, they can do a, a do it off cycle for you. Um, I would check to make sure that uh, your uh, that your lender also has your insurance accurate. Uh, maybe somehow they lost your your insurance at some capacity and are doing some sort of weird force place insurance, which can make things really expensive. So that would be another another advice I'd have to check out. Let's just explain that a little. So if they don't think that you're making your insurance payments, they have the right to put insurance on the property to protect their investment. Correct. And so that's might of what they've done. And so just make sure with your insurance company, it just might be just a little screw up. Yeah, it's possible that, you know, sometimes when these loans servicing gets transferred around and um, the, the, more, or the homeowner's insurance gets lost in the shuffle and, you know, the, the insurance agent doesn't know where to invoice it. And uh, sometimes they, they don't have it and they do forced place insurance and it's, it's very expensive. So okay. check on that. There's a text uh, message uh, came in just a couple of minutes ago. It says, what does Minnesota require for radon testing when selling a house that does not have a mitigation system? Well, there's no requirement per se that you have to have a radon test done. Um, I would say most people do do a radon test, um, and if that exceeds, I mean, it used to be four. Now I'm getting everyone that if it exceeds two, you know, they're starting to ask for that system. Right. But it's it's not life or death either. Like it's it's not it's like twelve to fifteen hundred dollars. Well, you know? I, it, preventative measures of anything, right. you know, just like if you had uh, a chemical in your water, you know, and, and yes, it's a safe amount, but it's still a chemical in your water. You know what I mean? So it's like, I would, I would address it for sure. I don't, what about you, Noel? What do you think with your clients? Well, I'm a little different with radon. I, I personally am not a believer in radon, so I'm, I'm different, but I let my clients decide if they want to do a radon test or not. Obviously, if it comes back high, you know, I will suggest that we go back and ask for that mitigation and yeah, we, we typically see that costs about fifteen hundred to two thousand dollars to mitigate. Um, you should use my guy. <clears throat> yeah, well, <laughs> maybe. No, t- give us the the other side of the radon. Well, I, I think that uh, it, there are statistics out there that say that maybe radon doesn't actually have the effects that they claim it does. But that's my conspiracy theory side <laughs> coming out. I'm very. 
I'm very much that way. But yeah, so to me, a radon can blow an inspection. At the end of the day, if it comes back high, a lot of times sellers get hung up on the fact that they don't want to pay for radon mitigation because they've been living there and they're fine. Yeah, very valid point. I mean, I think that it's just a... An ounce of precaution sometimes will save you thousands of dollars in litigation. And so what I, what I end up with is that if the, it's what does the buyer and the seller really think is, is happening? Make sure that everybody understands everything, and the transaction goes fine. There, there are buyers of mine that have done that as well, where they'll buy the house and there's radon, and they're like, well, you're breathing it everywhere anyway. Um, and then I've had other buyers that absolutely, like Chris talked about, where they have a two and they want a radon mitigation system put in, and they want to do additional testing. So um, it's probably our own histories and backgrounds that dictate how we'd react. Well, and, you know, in newer construction now, every home just comes with the radon mitigation system in it. Mm-hmm. So after a while, mm-hmm. we won't probably see this as often. Interesting point, though. We, we had one over in St. Paul, North St. Paul. Brand new house was sitting there for about six months as a model. It scored a nine, and that had a radon but mitigation system. That's just a system passive system, right? Correct. So we had to go to active where they actually put the fans in and, um, and had it retested. So just because it's there doesn't mean it's necessarily performing properly. Mm-hmm. Good point. If you want to call it in, your real estate question, 651-989-9226. Text is 81807. A couple of texts I want to throw out here. Has has the rising mortgage rate increased the buying market? Boy, I think the buying market is getting raised by shortage of inventory Mm -hmm. is what it is. I wish there was more. I mean, I I made that bold statement that December sales were going to be, you know, way higher than the year before. And I was wrong. I mean, Noel, we were talking about that too. Right. I mean, all of our stuff was selling in, in December, but I think it had to do with, you know, inventory that was really low and people were just grabbing everything. And it's even lower now than when I was on last time back in December. Yeah. It's, it's at an all time low right now. What do you think, Travis, as far as interest rates go? Is it, Making the buyers a little more excited? Yeah, I personally haven't felt that yet. I agree with Chris wholeheartedly. It's the, the lack of in- inventory that's uh, keeping things slow and, and not the not the rising interest rate at, at this point. Well, you know, in builders, I tell you, we had uh, an interesting December. Sales were slower in December. I was personally busy, which was unusual, but we had yeah, – normally I'm vacationing and <laughs> – really, I'm just kidding. You were. Uh, I never sat down. Um, so talking about that, though, the builders were busier. What the concern was is that everybody had to do price increases. Across the board, every laborer out there was going up. Lumber prices went up. Everything was hitting us at once. So builders are trying to – Uh, introduce their new price increases at the same time that interest rates are creeping up a little bit, which is cooling the housing market, which is making everybody panic. Here's what I'd say. Let's stop looking at right in front of our face and relax a little bit and understand that we're in a great housing year. We're going to have a wonderful year and that we're just looking at what's right at us right this moment. But overall, the year has everything in place to be fantastic. And you know, if, and if you're thinking of selling, there's pockets of things that are really, really hot, right? You know, check with your agent. It might be a great time to be able to, Hey, you know what? I'm on the lake. It's like ultimate time. And I really want to move on to acreage. Well, if you get rid of your lake home and you can, what you can capitalize on an acreage property is going to be amazing. I mean, you know, and so it's not like, Oh, I got to, you know, pay all those costs to get it done. Then I got to pay more money to buy it. It's Mm going to be the opposite. Yeah, that's true. Well, you know, we had these uh, every week we have the St. Paul area association of realtors have the hot 100 cities. And so when I do a market analysis, I actually present that to the client showing is inventory up 
or down is, you know, the average sale price up or down days on market. It's amazing to me how inventories in some of these cities I've been over in the last couple of weeks have been down 24, 25 percent mm. year yeah. over year. Yeah. I mean, that's it's it's drying up. The pond is getting pretty small. Is Champlin still number one, by the way? Well, according to Jimmy Kimmel, or no, I mean, Jimmy uh, Fallon, excuse me. He was out there about <laughs> one five, of one of them. Yeah, yeah one of those famous them. guys. Yeah. Was about uh, two blocks away from my house last night. He was uh, one of the local families in Champlin. Had him over for dinner. And mm. they, uh, I don't know if you follow him on Twitter, but uh, it was, he was super cool. It was really fun. Tater tot hot dish, I think. Was yeah, it? yeah, yeah. Well, and they had their 10K brewing and a bunch of fun stuff. Texter says this, guys, in a small rural area, Thoughts on a two-bedroom with lots of storage or a three-bedroom with little storage house to build for resale? I would, uh, would 1,000% pick the three-bedroom with less storage than the two-bedroom with more storage. Uh, there's certain things that, you know, get you more money. Yeah. And bedrooms is one of them, you know. And you can always kind of get away with that storage um, by clearing it out and, hey, and making it look big. Have you ever not been able to sell a house because it has too much storage? Have I what? Ever not been, you know, has it ever been the challenge of selling a home being there's too much storage on no. site? So I would say, you know, build a three bedroom house, add a third stall in the garage, so you have that extra storage space, and then you're never going to have that challenge. It'll always be easy because you, the stats are three bedroom, two bath, you know, usually a two or three car garage or more, and then. Uh, well, you know. Noel, it's like you're, you're positioning your house. I mean, if you don't have much storage, what you want to be able to do is you want to be able to get everything out of there still make it look like you've got storage if you completely clear out the storage thing they're going to be like no that's not true but if you you stack it and put it in nice boxes i mean they look right past it yeah well have you ever watched any of those episodes of tiny houses and how they have yeah. all of those unique storage options you and your generation yes <laughs> that's what i would recommend is checking out uh you know non-traditional ways to store things but yeah. going for that three-bedroom home instead that show's funny though because it always shows the cute young uh newlyweds it never shows a couple that's been married 30 years doing that that's right <laughs> so i tell you what uh, let's not ignore the phone callers Let's go back to the phones, uh, Jonathan. And uh, Scott, I believe, is calling from Sioux Falls with a question. Go ahead, Scott. Yes, hello. Say, <clears throat> I was wondering, does it make sense to refinance? We have a conventional loan at 3.75%. Uh, to refinance, we got probably sixty, seventy thousand 70000 in equity on the home. To help with some credit card debt and some, we had to replace a air conditioner and some garage doors. So we have probably fifteen thousand dollars worth of debt we'd like to. Does it make sense to refinance with those numbers? Uh, potentially, um, it, it, a lot of it depends on what kind of interest rates you have on that that credit card. Um, I mean, here's my my thought: is you know, debt is debt. You know, if you can restructure it to make your life. Um, that significantly better with uh, a, a lot more disposable income to, to work with. I mean, definitely take a look at it. Um, I don't I don't know what kind of interest rates you have on the credit card and stuff like that, but but it, it's it definitely be be worthwhile to look at even with a with a potentially a little higher rate. You could even look at doing some of the the cash out and shortening your term at the same time to kind of get the best of both worlds. Well, and shifting that debt to good debt from bad debt, I think is important because then you have the tax deduction and everything else that comes with it. Correct. All right. Tell you what, let's take a break, our usual break time. And we'll be back with more of the real estate show. If you have a real estate type of question, 651-989-9226, 651-989-9226. 
Text number, if that's easier, 81807. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. And good morning. Welcome back to the Real Estate Show here on A3OWCCO, broadcasting live from the gorgeous Cambria Gallery here on 7th Street and 2nd Avenue. If you have a real estate question, we always like to uh, entertain yours, either by phone or by text. The phone number is 651-989-9226, or send a text, 81807. Speaking of texts, we got a text. We opened the show talking about that renovation home. Yeah. Is there any way uh, the texter wants to find out more information about that? Oh, yeah. Well, it's, it's in Credit River. Uh, so that's located between Prior Lake and Lakeville, just right off 35W in the neighborhood, The Legends. So it's going to be a nice house. That's um, in Minnesota, end up, right? Yeah, it, it's okay. in Minnesota, yeah. It'll be over a, a million dollars. That's the seven numbers, Andy. And uh, it's at 8815 Legends Club Drive. Okay. It's going to be nice. I tease because I care, Chris. You Actually, do. it's going to be a fun project for all of us. You do care. And we care about somebody's daughter that can't get pre-approved for a loan to buy a house due to student loan debt. I thought student loans don't didn't go against you, Travis. Uh, student loans you have to uh, definitely consider, and depending on what type of loan that you're getting qualified for, they're treated differently. Um, government loans, even if you're not in, if you're in deferment right now, you have to factor some sort of fully amortized payment, or at worst case, use one percent of the balance as a payment factor. Um, conventional loans, on the other hand, will allow you to document an estimated payment, whether it's an income-based repayment or, or, or whatever, and, and use that payment. So conventional loans is, is significantly more forgiving um, to get qualified for when you have a bunch of student loans that might be in deferment. So they can ask to lend to that, or you can go to travismnloans.com. We've got a couple different options, Mr. Prasky, on um, homes. And one is the working class, a pup tent with an extension cord. That was one of their texts. <laughs> I like that one. Yeah. And the other one was thoughts on the St. Cloud market. They said you can buy a four-bedroom house here for 150000 and they love it. Yeah, St. Cloud. a lot of listeners from up there. Rod, big Roger Schlepper's up there. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, Roger. Great Premier. guy. Yeah. Uh, so my grandfather back in the day had a cabin up in Big Lake when you used to have to drive through the cornfields and potato fields to get up there. And he said, Andy, he said, someday in your lifetime, you're going to see where people commute from St. Cloud to Minneapolis. We are so close. We have that commuter train coming from Big Lake to downtown in like 52 minutes, and you sit on the train and Wi-Fi. Big Lake, for an example, has housing still in the 150s to low 200s, where it's gorgeous stuff. You know, good schools, great area. And, and St. Cloud is just another 15 minutes up the road. So, yes, I do think you'll see the St. Cloud market starting to creep together closer and closer with the Twin Cities. Yeah, and I, you know, I don't know if many people uh, realize kind of like Andy and I work for different companies. Um, Andy works a lot on the north side. I'm kind of more the south side. And uh, I, I think what's interesting, and, and we're bringing Noelle Nielsen yeah. on here. She's also with, she's with Remax Advantage Plus too. None of us work together, but we always work together. And Collaborate. Then, yeah, yeah it, and I think that's important for people to know in the real estate industry when agents network together, you know, because we're always, we're kind of working behind the scenes. And if you have something that, hey, you know what, Chris, hey, here's what I've got. Hey, what do you think of this? And we're kind of helping mm-hmm. each other. And I think that agents helping each other versus against each other just is a lot better oh it's so much better and it makes doing the transaction that much smoother when you're able to effectively communicate with another agent 
I actually have not been in this business as long as the two of you, believe it or not. Mm-hmm. And Well, supposedly, <laughs> according to Andy, you could be my daughter. So, <laughs> Well, there's <Yeah>. that. <laughs> But for me, uh, a key to getting going and getting going quickly was uh, networking with other agents and agents that have more experience than I do. So that when I run into something that I haven't experienced, it's a quick phone call for me to find a solution for my buyer or my seller. And, and, it, and it makes it so that they are getting the full service experience, even though maybe I didn't have as much experience as the guy down the street. Well, and that, that works nicely, though, in return. So you take that agent that has a little more experience, you bounce the idea off of, and maybe you take that, spin it so it works for your client, and in return, that guy that doesn't know what Facebook is or doesn't know what Instagram or, you know. Andy. <clears throat> wait. I have well, people that I know that stuff, agents have different niches, too. Yeah. So all of a sudden, if someone's looking for a lake home, you know, they right. kind of, hey, Chris, what do you think about that? And be able to help each other out. Well, and there's no fence. I mean, I mean, we jokingly say, like, you're south, I'm north. We, the divide is this. For, it doesn't happen that way. But what happens is there's so much business in the Twin Cities that if you don't focus on something, you kind of fail at everything. And so concentrating your efforts into certain pockets. Like if I have a listing that's in the South, I would refer to you guys, you know, for an example, I wouldn't even, you know, drive down to Jordan or Prior Lake or whatever you were talking about earlier. You should more often. I should. It's actually (laughs) nice. I've I've been down there once. It was nice. It's a lot better, but I think we see the same thing in the mortgage industry as well. And it's kind of like what you got to do is you got to do what's best for your client. Right. And, you know, and sometimes what's best for your client, it might be a different program, you know, that someone else has rather than trying to put them into one of your programs. So you guys do the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. I have a pretty good network of other friends and acquaintances in this industry. And, and there's many times that I'll refer out because of a various product that I don't have access to that mm-hmm. a certain local bank might, that'll be perfect for the client. So it's do that a lot. Yep, perfect. Let's get another text in here. Uh, the question is, why are there so few one-level townhomes? Isn't that the truth? I'll tell you. Yep. I mean, and the, the prices on one-level townhomes just keep going and going. Just because there's not that many available. When they come available, especially in the South Metro, mm-hmm. uh, where Noel and I hang out, um, getting into those one-level townhomes, I mean, from... Three to four hundred thousand. It's it's there's there's one of the pockets that I'm talking about. Yep. You know, you put one of those on, you're going to make some good money. Well, a lot of times those are going non MLS right now, and that's where that networking comes in. Because if you have a buyer looking for something and you absolutely can't find it, you're going to put the message out to the other agents that you know that may have that coming on, right. saying, "Hey, my buyer is looking for this." Well, we we've got uh, slab on grade detached townhouses. I've been selling up in Lionel Lakes, Forest Lake. Um, we can't keep them, Denny. I mean, and these are in the low 300s. Mm. And that a lot of people say, well, that's out of our price range. And it's like, well, unfortunately, the cost of the land, the cost of the house, it, it just that's what it adds up to right now. Well, and the, I think for that particular style, it's a little bit more expensive of a build because you're not getting as much real estate going up. It's taking more of a, a footprint on the, the Amen. land. Absolutely. Yeah. Yep. And I know we got another tax about active duty service people eligible to take out a VA loan. And it's uh, from Tim. Thanks, Tim, and, and thanks for your service too. Uh, but I'll tell you what. I would go to. There's a, there's a lot of different things involved in that. So um, I just TravisMNLoans.com. Yes, just go TravisMNLoans.com and and you'll find my number. Give me a call. We can talk through it. Well, well, how do we get a hold of you? You can go on my website. It's BrightBirchGroup.com. And see some of those no wonderful videos. <laughs> yes, see my videos. Or Google Noelle Nielsen, yeah. and then you'll find her. And a special thanks to Gina McCannon, again, for coming on uh, from the uh, Cambria Gallery. She's the uh, the assistant gallery manager here. 
CambriaUSA.com, or you can call the studio here at 952-826-6202. Apparently, they do great client events here, too, business events, as well as having well, all the yeah, products If you on haven't display. been here, it's really neat, and it's right underneath WCCO. Mm-hmm. WCCO is yeah. on the second floor, and uh, this is on the main floor. Well, it's a great location for all these different events. Yes. Wonderful location. We have a text with a score. A score. New England 45, Philly 3. Oof. <laughs> uh, that we'll came from see. the text now, not, uh, not us. I'm, uh, I'm taking New England myself. I'm a Tom Brady guy. All right. Yeah. Now, before oh. we head out of here, uh, let's find out how to get a hold of you two guys. Well, you go to chrisrooney.com or you can go to prasky.com. And then uh, both of us, full service, we do the buy, the sell, all that good stuff. So if you need any help or you're, you're Noel hot on agents right now, too. You want to get more agents on your team. Danny, we've got more opportunities than we have time. How to get, so. how to get in touch with if, if people are agents and want to go to Prasky, P-R-A-S-K-Y.com, and you can click the links and go right to us. Uh, lots of opportunities. Got to get out of here. Thank you for joining us. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.